The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. Reiki has been proven to bring you balance and peace, as well as improve your health. It's a healing method that works with other alternative methods, as well as conventional medical practices, to encourage and enhance personal healing on a number of levels. Now, to tell you more about Reiki and better health, here is Paula Vale. Hello, everyone. Welcome again to another episode of For the Love of Reiki. This is your host, Paula Vale, and I am here to have another episode sharing with you, all our listeners, the joy, the power, the life-changing effects of Reiki energy healing. Today we're going to be discussing long-distance Reiki, which is just an absolute fantastic healing modality. It's huge, it's effective, it's tremendous, and I have a special guest today, Kristen Eichel, she has been on the show before, and she is an amazing lady. She's the author of the book Initiate, fantastic book. She is a Yasui Reiki master teacher, theta healer, shaman, yoga teacher. She is known around the world in media and TV. And Kristen, I want to start by saying thank you for joining me again. I just love being in a room with you and and sharing your beautiful energy. Thank you. Thank you, Paula. I love being in this space with you and being in this field of energy that we get to create. I'm One of the things that you don't know at home, but before this show even starts, Paula and, and I, but definitely Paula, she is working on creating this energetic field in the room so that you, the listener, are also able to get through the airwaves in this immediate time and space, no matter if you're listening to it live or on a replay at some other point, you are also getting the intention of the healing of this Reiki energy. And that's what's really so powerful. And of course, it goes perfectly with our conversation today, which is the benefit, the power, and the healing of long-distance Reiki. Yes, yes. So, Paula, what do you feel? I know that you love long-distance Reiki. What is it that you personally feel and experience with it? And why do you love it so much? Oh, my gosh. Um, I love it that I'm capable of offering this. And as I have progressed in my Reiki evolution, I have, I have clients, friends of clients, relatives, people around the world. Um, I have someone in Australia I've been sending long-distance Reiki to on a regular basis for several months now. And... I can send Reiki to someone before a surgery or after a surgery. And the most interesting thing for me is as I've progressed, as I make that connection and I am sending that Reiki energy to them, I feel what they need. I feel what they're going through. I'll give you an example. Uh, about six, eight months ago, I got a call from a friend. Please send Reiki to a little girl that lives next door. She was about 10 years old, and she had some severe burns, and she was in the Seattle hospital. So I immediately started sending her Reiki. And I could feel, she, you know, there was pain, there was fright, there was... I started bawling just because kids are just so wonderful, and I love them, and I want to help her. And, and as I continue to send the Reiki, I could feel her feeling better. And I know that we were able to ease some of that fear and ease some of that pain. And so probably a good month, I continued to send her Reiki on a regular basis. And that little girl, the parents started sending me pictures. Um, and about a month later, she was home, healed, 
in her room, a smile on her face, and I just felt so good that that I could be a part of helping her, you know, through that transition and through that healing. Or also when you send long-distance Reiki to, actually it's different when the person is in their physical vehicle compared to when they have passed on, even though they really haven't passed on, their soul is still with us. And I'll give you an example. I had someone call my dog. You know, they they knew their dog was coming close to the time to pass, and I got you know we got to take it to the vet. I'm on my way. My husband is is heading to the vet with the the dog now. Please send it Reiki. So I sent immediately went to send Reiki and immediately knew the dog had passed. You can feel whether someone is in their physical body or not. And I was able to give that dog love and just send that Reiki energy and know that that dog was free. That dog was happy. It wasn't in pain anymore. It had had a wonderful life, and it was now its soul was moving on. But it's so wonderful that long-distance Reiki can do that and, and that you can perceive and pick up what they may need and if if you don't really feel what they may need if the, uh, something a lot doesn't stick out if I'm just sending it and just putting them in a nice Reiki bubble then I know whatever they need they're getting even if it's someone just trying to beat an addiction you know let's say smoking or gambling whatever Reiki is wonderful for that and I can send that to a person and just know that I'm healing their heart and helping them with that. And it's just really, as I like to say, beyond words. It's just an amazing piece of our Reiki practice. So question here, because I know a lot of people believe in the power of prayer and sending intention-focused thoughts. How would you say in your experience that is different from sending Reiki healing? Um, or is it do, the same? Uh it's quite a bit the same, but really for me, hands-on is totally different than long-distance. Um, actually, I kind of feel long-distance can be more intense. Because when you're hands-on, okay, we're in the Reiki room, they're on the table, we've got some nice music going, whatever. But it's more of a distraction, where when you are just focused long-distance, it's like, I go down in, I connect with my higher self, and my higher self goes to their higher self, and their higher self accepts that Reiki and takes it in. There's no outside noise. There's no, maybe a cell phone would go off or the CD would skip or, you know, none of that is involved in long-distance Reiki. So I really love long-distance Reiki, and I think it's very intense for that reason. It's more of a a direct, direct cord. Well, the other thing, too, about it is there is no religion associated with Reiki. Reiki doesn't have a particular dogma or theology attached to it. The The name Reiki are two Japanese symbols that mean universal life force energy. So in and of itself, there is no theology attached to it other than that desire to connect to that universal healing and let the universal energy do the healing. So you're not sending any particular angel or any particular deity to do anything for you. You're just mm-hmm. allowing whatever it is yes. for the great spirit of all to do yes. the work. Yes. And and that's the other nice thing, too, is that if you're sending it, it goes to where it's needed the most. Yes, absolutely. Yes. So it might go on the physical level, might go on the soul level, mm-hmm. might go on the energetic level. Mm-hmm. Because we can have injury or, or energy healing that's needed on a different level than where we might even think it is. We might think like, oh, it's my broken arm, but perhaps actually it's your broken heart. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Or uh, I, I have a headache, but they have a headache because they're dehydrated. Exactly. The Reiki knows what they need, and that's where the Reiki goes. So one of the things that's really powerful in that idea is, and I know that it sounds bizarre to think about sending energetic healing to someplace else. We think... We think that we're separate from on this planet. And one of the great fallacies, and I know that I work with my clients in this way, and I, I know that you do too, is dispelling the notion that we're separate from, that we mm-hmm. are a part of, 
from something, that actually we are a part of, and that everything actually is contained within the same energetic field, which, um, for example, quantified quantum field theory actually talks about this, how everything is in the same field. Everything, you can't not be in the field. It's kind of like the idea with recycling or with, with upcycling or with this planet, how we have to be so careful about conservation on this planet. There's no such thing as put the trash away. Where's away? Mm-hmm. Your neighbor's yard? My mm-hmm. neighbor's yard? Mm-hmm. My yard? Mm-hmm. There is no away. It's all part of the same place. And so using that concept, there is no discrepancy between my yard, your yard, your body, my body. We pretend we're so different and we're so separate, but in fact, we're all part of the same energetic field. And when you vibrate my little part of the string, it really goes off to the other part of the string somewhere else. Um, There's a lovely meditation that perhaps we'll do this a little bit later in the show that I love to do with my group, which is really getting in touch with and connected to what that feels like to be a part of that field. Would you like to do that? Oh, that's a great idea, Kristen. That's a great idea. All right, cool. We'll do that because that really then gives it a very visceral experience of how you are so connected to your community and how when you send out those thoughts, when you send out that concentrated Mm -hmm. energetic field, people pick it up. Mm -hmm. It's like, have you ever had that experience where you pick up the phone and who the person you were going to call is actually already on the phone? Oh, you ever had that happen? Yes. Like, pick up the phone, didn't even ring. They're like, yes. I, hello, I was just calling you. Like, why are you on the phone with me? <laughs> and it's the same thing. If you're thinking of them and then the email pops up and you haven't spoken to them in years, you're already in that alignment of yes. hearing each other. So you've already sort of put the call out. And because there's no such thing as time and space, thank you, Dr. Einstein, it's immediately there. It's that immediately present. Just happened to me yesterday, a uh, future host. I went to send him an email, and at the exact same time, he was sending me an email. And then it was like, oh, my gosh, we sent emails at the same time. Yeah. You know, we were just connected at that moment. Okay, let's let's connect. Yeah. It's really true. You you don't have to go through time and space. And the interesting thing about it is the uh, the old kahunas, the old shamanic teachers of Hawaii and of other, other timelines of, of our past who hold that ancient lineage of, of connection to the all that is. Before we had telephones and before we had electronic communication, they were already communicating telepathically on this field. They already knew about their other brothers and sisters in other parts of the world. There had already been this communication between them. So it was no, uh, the Hawaiians used to talk about the rainbow bridge between them and everybody else on the rest of the planet. Here they are, this tiny little collection of Pacific Islanders in the middle of nowhere, and yet they had this rainbow bridge of information that they would connect to other parts of the world, other knowledge keepers, other shamans in the rest of the world, and share information and ideas back and forth. And it was very, very real. And what I think is lovely is they didn't know that they couldn't do that. So therefore, of course, they could. Mm -hmm. The minute they said, oh, I can't do this, you forget, you're right, you can't (laughs) do it. But they didn't know that they couldn't, so therefore they did. Mm -hmm. And there was that lovely exchange of energy that they would tap into for healing and for ritual and for beautiful the superhighway of information before there was a web. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before there was doubt before the, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Doubt really does become that mind killer. The minute you think I can't do this, you'll be right. You'll yes. absolutely be right. Yes. The minute you leave that door open to allow it to receive, you'll also be right. Yes. Because fear holds us down. Fear holds us down. It's a heavy energy. Fear is a much, you can feel it in your body, in your own physical body. When you're coming up to a circumstance or you think about a person, you're like, oh, I hope they don't see me or I'm going to cross the street and pretend not to see them. You feel that. It causes the electrons in your body to move differently. It causes you to secrete hormones and chemicals in your body that make you respond with a stress response. Your heart rate may go up. Your pupils may dilate. You may start to sweat. You may get nauseous. It's a physical response to a thought. Yes. Amazing, right? Yes. So if you think about just how you're thinking, how it makes your body, but ladies and gentlemen, we get very used to thinking certain things and we think like, oh, I always feel that way. Well, you might just be in the pressure cooker all the time and not notice the difference. You ever heard that little story, the little allegory of the pot's boiling. You take a frog and you throw it in. The frog's instantly going to jump out, right? Because it's boiling water. I don't want to be in there. It jumps out. But if you put the frog in and you slowly turn up the heat, it doesn't even know it until it's cooked to death because it's become so used to that uh-huh. intense pressure, that intense heat, uh-huh. that it dies without even realizing it. And that's, I think, what we become used to. We become so used to this pressure cooker of energy all the time around us that we think it's normal 
to be stressed. We think it's normal to have heartburn and anxiety. We think it's normal to be unhappy or anxious. And it's not. It's not. And that causes a great deal of other dis-ease, dissatisfaction, and breakdown in communication and family harmony and work satisfaction and everything else. Yes, and it affects our vibration. You know, those energies are a low vibration. You know, anger, fear, doubt, those are all low vibration energies, and it just it keeps us down. But when we bring in the mindset of faith and surrender and opening up and joy, joy in the moment, our, our vibration just raises. And joy is joy and gratitude are these super yes. high vibrational frequencies. Yes. That if you feel gratitude, oh. no matter what it is to be grateful for, I'm yes. grateful that I have two legs and I can stand here. That in and of itself is a huge vibrational oh. field to tap into. Yes, yes, huge. And working with those things is just a habit that we can get into. We can begin to have the habit of changing our concepts so that we can choose to feel great gratitude. We can choose to feel joy and we can become more used to that. So then our physical vibration starts to elevate. We then begin to over time, not in the first necessarily two minutes, but over time begin to feel better. Mm -hmm. And that's what Reiki and long distance Reiki is going to give you. Yes. Yes, exactly. All right. Awesome. So when we come back from the break, we'll do a little meditation. We'll get a little idea about how to feel what some of this stuff might feel like. And we'd love to hear your questions and comments all about long distance Reiki and the love of Reiki in general. Thank you, Kristen. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you ready for a real fact-based show about alternative and natural approaches to health? Listen for Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Drs. Jim and Janine Fox. We're not about the latest health fads. We're about proven methods from real patients and real situations. Each week's show is an eye-opening look behind the scenes of real health. Live Healthy, Be Healthy can be heard live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Do you know that over 70% of Americans with severe disabilities are unemployed? Are you one of the 2.5 million Americans with epilepsy? If you are or know someone struggling with these issues, tune in to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. On the show, Joyce will discuss these issues as well as others. She will have on nationally known guests that will offer helpful insight on disability matters and let you, the listener, call in with your questions and concerns. So if you struggle with a disability or know someone who does, listen to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. Heard every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time here on VoiceAmerica.com. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. And welcome back. This is Paula Vale of For the Love of Reiki. And I am with my guest, Kristen Eichel, and we're discussing long-distance Reiki. And Kristen has some great things to share. Well, it's funny. Again, we were talking about how long-distance Reiki works. And I know it's a rather esoteric concept to think about. So I, I, I think visually. So I'm going to try to give like a little visual representation of, of how I see it, how it works. And you'll correct me if I'm wrong, but this is what it looks like for me. So if you imagine that the Reiki sender is kind of like the television station broadcasting a signal out, right? So you have a TV at home. Now we have cable or we have satellite. We have all these different ways of sending it. But you have this energy that is beamed from this place 
Usually now it's a satellite. So it's beamed up to a satellite receiver in space, ladies and gentlemen. It's not even on this planet anymore. It's up in the ether. It's miles and miles and miles above the surface of the planet, right? So they're sending out your favorite show or least favorite commercial or whatever it is up to space. It then is beamed from there back down to Earth in this particular frequency vibration, right? There are these little machines that we have gotten as receivers, you know, as the, as your, as your receiver at home, your antenna, even the old people remember the antenna, right? The old fashioned people, uh, with the rabbit ears with the aluminum foil. That's you right out there with your aluminum foil getting this information. So you are receiving this information from space, basically these waves that are coming down on this particular frequency to this receiver that then picks up that information translates it into pictures and sound so you can watch your favorite show. And it's like that. It's the speed of light. So I read this little thing that said that the minute you snap, the the moment of snapping your fingers that quick, the speed of light has traveled around the planet three quarters of the way. That's how fast it moves. Okay. So it's now beaming from the radio station up to space, back down to your TV. You get your show two second delay. There it is. It's done. That's how distance Reiki works. So you, the distance send er focusing, concentrating on that person. Um, personally, I like to use their name and, or their picture, their image. If I know it, if I don't know it, then I don't have it or other identifying factors like their address or at least their country, or at least something live on, you know, Oak tree lane, some identifying factor. And I send that message into the universe. And I trust that the universe is going to carry that in the most appropriate way possible. And I imagine it going to that person. So if everything is moving at the fastest speed that we have, which is the speed of light, it takes a minute to get there, but it it gets there pretty instantaneously. I am sending it. They are the receiver. What we also know is that what, okay, again, going back to quantum field theory, it tells us that every, every, everything out there, everything is just many, many infinitely large fields that are all vibrating. The entire universe is made up of these fields and they're all intersecting at different points into infinity. The electron field is everywhere in the universe. So for example, one electron, one little tiny point, an electron, it isn't the entire field. It's just one point vibrating within the field. But this means that every electron in the universe is a similar little localized vibration in this single infinite field. So one individual person is not the population, but one person is a part of the population. The population being the entire field, for example, that we are a part of, which means therefore using that quantum field theory idea overlaying the population conversation, we are members of the same field. So all particles in the universe consist of these localized vibrations in a particular field. We have quarks and you have gluon fields. We have the Higgs field. This is the God particle they're talking about. That's a very tricky one to identify. We're not even going to get into that one right now. But all of these different fields we have identified scientifically as how certain particles respond to others of like. So using that idea, Reiki being a particular energetic field, of its own, coming from a human, you, to another human, me, Mm -hmm. whether or not we're in the same room together, on the same continent together, we are still in the same field together. So you are vibrating your part of the field. I, as a member of that field, am a receiver of that energy. I am now vibrating with that field. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Thank you. I've been working on that one. Okay. Because this is really tricky stuff to visualize, to articulate, and to understand. And I know it sounds like make-believe, but when you get into sort of the scientific research and allow that to inform how this becomes part of it, it really does make more of a sense. And then you can see that what you truly are feeling is real. So that's why when you call your client and say, you know, I felt this emotion, I felt this pain, do you feel that blockage? And they say, oh my God, yes, my stomach, my this, my that. And they can actually correlate what you experienced with what they experienced, even at distance in time and space. It really is very validating of the experience. Yes, yes. And what's also wonderful is we can use this modality to send that Reiki energy out of this moment. We can send it into the future, to something that's coming up in the future. We can send it into the past and help heal something traumatic or something you know, in the person's past that needs healing. So it's on this level of this moment, plus future and past, it's 
It's a whole spectrum. It's really quite beautiful when you start to think multidimensionally instead of just over there, over here, but you really start to see that there is this continuum that we yes. are actually a part of, which is why that, I think that lovely field idea makes so much sense. Um, I showed pic- I showed a picture to Paula of one of my favorite artists, Alex Gray. And Alex Gray, if you've never seen his work, I think he's truly connected to something fascinating. But there, a picture that has been on my altar, and actually it's the, de- it's the picture on my desktop of my laptop, is a being meditating, all the chakras aligned. And the experience of that grid, that energetic grid around the entirety of everything, that everything is a part of that grid, everything is a part of that universe, which is, of course, what the shamans would say, that we're all part of Gaia, right? We're all part of Mother Earth. We're all vibrating within that same field. So what I'd love to do, with your permission, is a little meditation for our guests that will take them into the experience of being a part of that field. Does that sound good? Oh, wonderful, Kristen. I love that idea. All right, excellent. So what I would like you to ask everyone to do is just seat yourself comfortably, perhaps put your feet on the floor or put your head back and just allow yourself to take a couple of long, deep cleansing breaths. Close your eyes and let every exhale just begin to melt your body for just a moment so that you can really truly begin to receive what this energy and what this intention feels like. So you can let yourself in your own way translate and understand this information for your highest, greatest good. Take a couple of breaths, and I'd like you just to imagine your heart space and just feel that big, beautiful, radiant light in your heart space that you truly already are a part of. Let it expand, let it expand, getting brighter and yummier and juicier. Let it travel all the way down your body, deep, deep, deep down through the layers of your feet into the earth, to the crest and the mantle, and down to the very, very molten core of Mother Earth. And every molecule of your body, every molecule of everything that you see around you, the carbon and the hydrogen and the oxygen molecules, they have been around since the beginning of time. They've passed through dinosaurs and hummingbirds and waterfalls and grapefruit. And let your energy go down to mix with this grounding energy of Mother Earth and then pour it back up into you so that you can really feel this sense of grounded peacefulness. And breathe it in, feel it rise up through your physical body, back up through your feet and legs and hips, up your spine, up through your neck, out the top of your head. And just imagine above you is this bright, huge, sparkly white crystal with this sparkly white light of all that is. And in fact, all of us from the top of our heads, we all are connected to this bright, beautiful white light, and we're all a part of this divine all that is energy. No matter what it looks like to you or what it feels like for you, just feel or imagine that big, beautiful opening space above you. And then I'd like you to imagine that that big, beautiful opening space above you lets you travel, lets you travel deeper into the cosmos, deeper into that infinite space, allowing the stars to pass beyond you, allowing yourself to feel that weightless sense of traveling through time, traveling through space, traveling through this infinity of possibilities. Allow yourself to breathe and gather the magnitude of this big, beautiful energy around you and coming to some point in space, wherever it feels comfortable for you, and letting yourself just take a moment here and feel yourself bright and shiny, expanding like this big bubble of light. And I would like you now to go down into your heart space. And from your heart space, I'd like you to imagine outwards every being whom you love or are connected to. Your partners, your best friends, your children, your spouse, your neighbors, people that you work with, people on your block, people in your building, people in your city, people in your country, the people on the planet. And see, imagine, or experience Every single one of those beings, and they are equally a ball of light. They are equally connected to this bright divine oneness. Now, as you look out over this field of all these sparkly white lights, of all these loved ones and community members, you can see them, which means they can see you, which means you are connected through cords of light between you. And I would like you now to imagine, see, or experience those cords of light between you and that heart of that other being. And the heart of that other being, which then connects to other still further beings, beings that you don't even know, beings that you may never even meet, and yet through you to them, to that person, and then beyond them, to an infinite number of branches 
an infinite number of connections, an infinite number of lights, all spreading outwards as far as the eye can see through this field of lights. And imagine now this trail, this connection of your light space to their light space as if it's like a little web, like a little bright strand of this beautiful web connecting all of you. Just like that grid, like the World Wide Web, connects everyone. And as you were to pluck your web of light by sending a little pulse from you to that other heart space of someone that you love or someone that you care about, imagine, see, or experience it, go from your heart to their heart and see that line of energy light up and how it hits them and then it goes from them and it spreads and radiates through those other lines to those other hearts rippling outwards like a giant wave and this expands throughout infinity through all of these hearts so when you touch move pluck and influence one strand of light you affect the entirety so now imagine that your particular part of this energetic field that you're holding up is bigger and brighter and bigger and brighter and bigger and brighter and begins to swell and expand because now you are also receiving these lights from others. They are coming into you as equally as you're sending out to them. You're getting it from this infinity of all around you and it begins to expand you. And as you get bigger and you get brighter and you start to elevate and get higher and higher and higher, imagine yourself drifting up and feel, see, and experience how those little webs of light that connect to you are also pulled up higher and higher and higher, which means that you're now elevating that part of the web that you are connected to. So all those other lights that are attached to that string, just like a string of Christmas lights, get lifted up as well. And see, imagine, and experience how that lifting up begins to happen, and it travels throughout the entire web. And this is how you elevate yourself, how you elevate your community, and how the responsibility of you to be the brightest, shiniest experience of the light truly impacts the world around you. Inhale deeply. And see, understand, or experience in your own way how you can influence for the better those in your immediate sphere, and those of everybody on this planet right now. And inhale once again. And allow yourself to feel in your heart that sense of amazement, of wonder, of gratitude, of joy, and send from your heart right now to that giant web of light, to your loved ones that are close by, to those that ripple outwards in further and further and further circles, how this ripple travels around the planet like that at the speed of light. And inhale deeply. And on your next breath, gently carry this awareness back with you, feeling wonderful, feeling amazed and joyous, grounded back into your body. Bring that beautiful light source, that sparkly white energy back above your head, back down, let it descend through the crown of your head, back down through your entire physical body, bringing all of this information, all of this wondrous healing energy through your body, back to your feet, back down to Mother Earth and send this information, ground it down deep into our home, down into the 3D reality that we all share, and then pull this energy back up through the layers of the Earth, back through your feet, your legs, your hips, your spine, through your organs, informing, energizing, balancing your entire body. Let this energy come out of the top of your head and shower down around you like a sparkle, a fountain of light, nourishing this planet and then gently on your next breath, Inhale and open your eyes. Feeling amazing. How do you feel? Oh, fantastic, Kristen. <laughs> that was absolutely wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for playing. Oh, you're welcome. So that's what you send out. Yes, yes. And then you see the whole the energy in the room changes. It just elevates. Everything. Yeah. Exactly. All right, so when we come back from the break, I think you have a little homework, a little practice you want to give people. Is that right? Yes. Yes. We've got some homework coming. Thank you. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you ready for a real fact-based show about alternative and natural approaches to health? Listen for Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Drs. Jim and Janine Fox. We're not about the latest health fads. 
We're about proven methods from real patients and real situations. Each week's show is an eye-opening look behind the scenes of real health. Live healthy, be healthy. can be heard live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Do you know that over 70% of Americans with severe disabilities are unemployed? Are you one of the 2.5 million Americans with epilepsy? If you are, or know someone struggling with these issues, tune in to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. On the show, Joyce will discuss these issues as well as others. She will have on nationally known guests that will offer helpful insight on disability matters and let you, the listener, call in with your questions and concerns. So if you struggle with a disability or know someone who does, listen to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. Heard every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time here on VoiceAmerica.com. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Welcome back, everyone. And here we are with Crystal. Or Kristen, excuse me, and we're looking at our crystals. Yeah, we yeah. were just talking crystals, <laughs> and actually, you have a little homework coming up that might Ooh, involve yes. a crystal, and we were just talking about that. So anyway, we're going to do some fun stuff here in the last segment of the show. Uh, Chris, Kristen, I'll let you. I love how she's got crystals here. on the brain. I know, so I know. I just love crystals. Well, she did this crystal Reiki oh. healing thing, which I really want to learn more oh. about. So we're going to have to talk about that at some other point because yes. I can't wait to learn more about love that. It. That's fabulous. So, um, all right. So those of you at home, if you want to play, go get a crystal that you love. And it could be a piece of jewelry that you love. Our, our, yes. our jewelry, our gems, our rings, our earrings, those are crystals. Those are powerful little pieces that you've been wearing and carrying around. Um, get your fish tank, get your dog, get a plant, get something that you love or that might have an energy field around it. Um, as well, you can also pull up a picture, whether it's an actual photograph or a picture on your phone. And we're going to be doing a little manifesting and sending energy to those people. And you're going to actually get to do it. So you're going to get to feel what that feels like to be part of that field. Yes. Yes. All right. So grab your object. We'll, uh, we'll give you a second to pull that object out. And so using that idea that everything has an energetic field. So if we know that everything is this sense of moving electrons and, and everything is moving around and it's got this electromagnetic field around it. So it, it has, it holds a charge. It holds this energy. Um, there are some psychics and some healers who can pick up things and go, Oh, you know, this was from 1947 and it's, you know, it came from here and I see a woman with white hair attached to it. They can feel those resonances that are still left inside it. Like almost like the energetic auric field that's left behind in the object. So you can grab your object. You can grab your picture, your photograph or your plant or your crystal and just take a moment, have it nearby you and everybody just rub the palms of your hands together. So when you rub the palms of the hands together, you're actually activating the chakras of the palms of your hands. You're also balancing the hemispheres of your brain, the left and the right hemisphere of the brain. You have all of these little energetic and pathways that go into your hands, that go to all parts of your body. So rub them, rub them, rub them, get them nice and warm, get them nice and activated. You can imagine the color, like that friction of that heat getting in there. Get them nice and toasty, all right, and then stop. Feel. You feel that like little sparkly energy that happens between your palms right there? Like that little bubble of light. If you bring your hands a little closer together or a little further apart, it's almost like there's this little bouncy, energetic ball. That soft, fluffy, kind of like when you have those two magnets and they sort of press away from each other. You can almost even feel like that. See if you can feel that. And then take that beautiful, energetic experience that you've got going on in your hands. No matter how big or slight, even if you feel like you're making it up, that's great. Start with that. 
and go over to your picture or your crystal or your plant or your object and just put your hand near around or on it, either side of it or above it. And just let yourself take this moment and experience whatever it is that you experience with no judgment or reservation or withholding. Just experience whatever it feels like. Perhaps if you close your eyes, you might even get an image or a color. You might have an experience. You might have an emotional feeling. It may not even be in your hands. It might be in your mind. Just allow yourself to experience whatever that is. And if you have your plant or your object or your photograph, and you're imagining that person or you're imagining that energetic resonance of this life force energy, just send this awareness through your mind, through your heart space, down through your arms, and imagine it radiating out of the palms of your hands, through your fingertips, almost as if your hands are wearing energy mittens, big fluffy energy mittens. And send this through your hands into this object, this photograph, this being, this animal, into the earth. You can even take a rock and have it represent the entire planet Earth. That's fine. And let that ripple through in any way possible. Just send it out as a sense of love, as just a pure gift, a pure energetic gift, like a little, a little email ping of a sense of gratefulness or joy or love or healing, whatever it looks like. And send that out. Just trust that that intention is enough to vibrate those electrons, to vibrate those molecules and particles at that same love frequency that you're sending it with so that this object, person, or being is receiving. And just send it out and just trust it. And you can do this with anything that matters to you. You can do this with your jewelry so that you wear jewelry of the highest vibration at all times. You can do this to your car so that your car is carrying you in this vehicle of light and safety. You can do this to your children, your loved ones. You can do this to an article in the newspaper and send it to something that's horrific because there's plenty of horrific that you can send it to. And just become adept and practiced at sending with no attachment from you whatsoever, this little ball of light or this giant ball of light out at no cost to you, at only benefit to the receiver or at only benefit of the highest, greatest light. And just practice that and let it be done. And so it is. Enjoy what you feel. And we would love to hear, please email us. Let us know what your experience was, if you felt something or if you saw something, if you've done this a million times and suddenly it was different, or if you discovered something new for the first time with you. I think Paul and I would really love to yes, hear your yes, experience of this. We would. Yes. And now that we have this little energy ball around our object, our person, our crystal, Okay, we've connected to that. We've given that our love and our intention. And now we're going to have a little fun with that. Mm -hmm. We're going to go beyond this moment. So what we're going to do, I want you to pick a time, not in this moment. It could be up to, let's go up to a week ahead. So let's say you're holding a crystal. And you're going to envision... This crystal, even though when we are finished, you're going to put your crystal away, but tomorrow at 3 p.m., this crystal is going to be surrounded with your love and your intent. And so what we're going to do right now, we have this love, this intention for a person whose picture we're holding, an object, a plant, an animal, and we've set the time that we want to manifest this. And we are going to create this manifestation bridge. And we are going to picture this bridge of energy from our hands reaching out. And it's going to stop at that date that we've put in our mind, that we've made our intention. And we are just going to hold that and set that intention for
for that date in the future. And we're going to trust and we're going to know that at that time that we have set, whatever it is we're holding, whatever it is we're intending to, it's going to be surrounded with love and our intention and the energy that we are holding around it right now. And it may be on a different continent. It may be a picture you're holding of someone far away. It may be a crystal that's going to be on your kitchen counter while you're at work. But at that time that you have put that intent, that thing that you're holding is going to have that energy. It's going to feel it. It's going to raise its vibration. We are putting that intent out there right now. We are manifesting that with that beautiful bridge of light. Because the energy can go beyond time. Time. Source is limitless. And there is no time. So what we do now, we are putting into that block of time. So I'm going to give you just a moment to think and send that energy and see your bridge. See the time slot that you've created. And know and trust that that is what you're sending. And hold that for just a moment. Long, deep breaths. That manifestation bridge that you've created has moved beyond this moment. And it is there waiting for that object at that time. And now we know what we've created, what we have manifested, what we have put forth with our intent. We know it is done, it's happened, and now we're going to release that. And we're going to have gratitude, we're going to say thank you, thank you to the universe for allowing us this manifestation. And it is done. So be it. So be it. And how wonderful and awesome, everyone. And please feel free to email me at paula at wellnessinspired.com. Let me know how you enjoyed this today and how you felt. And if you sent something to a certain person, an animal, you know, any feedback, I would just love. Thank you. Thank you. How fun. Thank that was you, Kristen. That was beautiful. You know, I um, I was actually imagining when you were talking about this, I was imagining my Reiki grid, which other people may have different sort of things, but I use crystals in a particular formation to have an intention space. So it kind of acts like a little bit of a battery, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what's lovely about crystals is they can hold this energy for you like a battery. I mean, we use silicon crystals to keep track in your watch, right? So Yes. I was imagining, as you were saying that, I was imagining my Reiki grid at home, which is, you know, 500 miles away from where I'm sitting right now, right? And I was really charging it with what you were saying, and I could feel it. I could feel the crystal in my hand, and I I could see it. I could imagine it, and I could really feel it. And then this beautiful violet light just poured right into it. So I I really took that as a very good sign. So I love the big purple light, right? fun. So that just came in, and I could really just... Feel it releasing. That was a very beautiful meditation. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. So you you charged your grid. Absolutely, from right? Here. From yes. here. Isn't it wonderful? And then it's going to charge that manifestation yes. over the bridge, somewhere over the rainbow, right? To that big pot yes. of gold on the other side that you've anticipated, that you've set your clocks for. How fun. It's just, there is just so much that is out there for us to get involved in and enjoy and share and share with the world and it's very exciting. Very so at exciting. some point, let's talk about building those Reiki grids, because I know you're now like the crystal goddess. And so yes, I would I love, love to learn a little bit more about that, uh-huh. because I, I love the crystals too. In fact, she gave me the most stunning crystal necklace, which I'm so grateful for, which um, I'll have to make a point of putting this up on YouTube and up on the website, because 
I would love for you guys to see um, Paula's beautiful face and all this lovely work, but there's this, there's this really great energetic resonance that comes across when we work with crystals or the stones or we work with that elemental energy. It is definitely its own repository of information. It, it is, it is. And I, I love my crystals and the, actually the necklace that I bought for Kristen, I actually was just in Sedona, took it to the vortex dipped it in the beautiful river at the vortex, gave it Reiki so it's all charged up for her. Because crystals are like water. Water just sucks in that Reiki energy. Crystals do. And that's why I love my crystal healing bed. That's a whole other topic. Oh, yes. We'll talk about that for sure. I can't wait. I was blessed, (laughs) not not on Paula's, but I went to Brazil. And I actually went to John of God and was laying on the crystal beds with John of God, which is which is a whole other conversation yes. of itself. So we'll yes. talk about the healing energy of that mm-hmm. too. Your crystal bed is really quite beautiful. And in fact, I think you should invite people to come up to your crystal healing bed in Washington and get yes. to enjoy you in person. Yes. Oh, that's a great idea. I would love that. Arms open. Yes. All right. Fantastic. Yes. We'll have to make a point of do that. Yes. Thank you, Kristen. This has just been a fantastic show. I oh, just, I'm so honored to have you here. Thank you. You know how we manifest the time and space uh, to just disappear like yes. that, right? Like it went so quickly this whole uh, moment. I know. It, I mean, we, we have like a minute left and it seems like, didn't we just start? Yeah. That's it's, because the field has expanded, right? It has. And the great thing is, I always tell my class, like if you were to imagine that you had to stand in line for like a minute uh-huh. at the DMV, uh-huh. you would be so happy. Oh my gosh, it's just one minute. Yes. But if you had to do something really difficult like stand on one foot for a minute, it would feel like forever. So it just depends upon your point of view, the state of mind that you have in the moment of how long something takes. But the more you're enjoying it, the more you imbue your energy into it, the faster the energy goes. It goes at the speed of light, the speed of Reiki. The speed of Reiki. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. And I look forward to future episodes with everyone. And uh, we're just going to do something fun every show, every show. And just my honor to be here and hosting this show. And thank you, Paula. It's been my pleasure so to be here welcome. with you. Thank you so much. I look forward to many, many more and many fantastic shows with yes. Paula Vale. It's just beginning. Yes. Yes. Hugs and blessings to everyone. Do your homework. Practice Do your, your homework. Practice yes. your sending. Yes. <laughs> and enjoy that manifestation that you just created. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank blessings. you. Blessings, everyone. Thank you again for tuning into For the Love of Reiki. Please join your host, Paula Vale, again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel to learn more about your better health. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.